Hey everyone, Rob Sparrow for the Viral Volley Podcast. And we have a, a special edition here. We've got the pre-Olympics, kind of like the post-VNL recap with the uh, USA team captain, Taylor Sander, uh, who's actually in Southern California right now. So it's great to have you back in the States getting ready for the Olympics, Taylor. Yeah, super stressful time. Uh, but here preparing, we've had a really good training camp since we've been, be, been back from VNL. And so uh, super excited to be here in the sun get some good training in and then, you know, enjoy the beach and all of the, the comforts that we have here in California. Oh, for sure. Hey, let's look at your last season in Poland. You were, uh, for the 2021 season, you're playing for, I'm going to say it, and it brutalizes, Scrub Bel- uh, Belchatov. Is that correct? Well, yeah, it's hard. It's a hard one to say. Um, <laughs> but we just say PG Scrub, I think, is, is good enough. Yeah, all right. So I can go with that. But can yeah. you share about your season having to deal with uh, COVID? I know we spoke literally weeks before you left for the season last summer. We had just gotten back from a surf and I got you to come on. But, you know, a lot's happened just in this last year. So love to hear what's what's happened. Yeah, so I was able to go over there. Um, I actually had to have a second shoulder surgery but right before going over. And I know we were going to go to the Kelly Slater Surf Ranch. <laughs> then I hurt my shoulder and wasn't able to do that. So I missed out on that kind of lifetime opportunity right there. But, um, you know, I had the, I had shoulder surgery right before I went over. And so I had a pretty hard time getting back on the court. Um, just trying to find the right rehab, trying to get the body back in shape. Um, and so I spent a good three months just trying to do what I could and get, get back on the court as, as soon as possible. And so I missed a good chunk of the season, um, but was able to figure out my shoulder, um, was able to help the team be a little bit successful. We weren't what we wanted to be. Um, We kind of fell short. And then, you know, it was a really great place to play. And I I loved my season. I wish that, oh man, my alarm's (laughs) ringing the mouse. but I just, I just wish I could have given them a full season. So I'm signed to go back there again next year. And I actually ended the, the, the year there like I, like I started. I actually sprained my ankle super bad um, in the semifinals against David Smith. I landed on an attacker and destroyed my ankle. And so I'm still kind of dealing with that injury. Mm-hmm. And I was dealing with it through through VNL, and so that was a big bummer to end the season kind of the way I started it. But um, I'm feeling somewhat healthy and strong now, so that's the important part. Yeah. Well, I, I was trying to track it. I, I saw that you had a few stats in that match against David's team, uh, uh, Zaxa, and then nothing else. Like, what did you? Were you playing bad? Like Taylor doesn't play bad, so that's not true. <laughs> <laughs> Well, so, I mean, the team finished, um, they, they don't drop down or anything, right? They stay in the, the top uh, teams to play in that primary league and plus league. Yeah. 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 We'll be there. Uh, this league, the league this year will be super strong. Uh, they, I think it's going to be one of the stronger leagues in the world. A lot of big players moved um, to Poland. And so I'm excited. It's going to be a battle, but right now I'm just enjoying California, enjoying being with the USA boys and, you know, preparing to try to, to win a gold medal. Yeah. Now, we... about that. <laughs> <laughs> well, of course, of course. So um, coming out of that season out of Poland, um, you went into VNL and um, you had to uh, 
bubble with these guys for five to six weeks or so in Rimini, Italy. What was that experience like after coming out of yet the bubble in Poland? Because I know that they had some COVID cancellations or reschedules. So I was talking to David Smith and a few other guys, and they're like, yeah, some teams can't play this week because they have to bubble for 10 days or quarantine for 10 days. You know, how is it like bubble to bubble? It's not fun. I'm excited for this all to be over with. Um, but, you know, it's like you could either choose to really like let it bring you down or you could find the positives and, you know, try and make the best of it. And so I think through VNL, like it was really tough uh, being in a, a hotel with, you know, 11 other teams and not having Wi-Fi and, uh, you know, all, the, all those difficult things that we have to deal with. Uh, but we had the beach. And so for us to be able to go to practice and then come back and be able to go lay on the beach or jump in the in the sea was a was a big game changer for us, because if we didn't have that, I think we would have been going a little bit crazy. But, you know, it was a good chance for us to bond as teammates, to find little activities to do, um, to get better at volleyball, to study teams more, to prepare for for the Olympic Games. And so, you know it was a bubble and we, we dealt with it and it's over and I'm super glad it's over. <laughs> I'm sure I couldn't even imagine having to be not nothing against the other guys are great guys, but it's the same guys for how many weeks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We were definitely <laughs> at each other's throats for sure. <laughs> so USA came into the VNL competition with some key personnel dealing with injuries, Matt uh, Anderson, uh, Aaron Russell, and of course yourself. Uh, can you share a little bit of where you and the guys are at? in regards to the Olympics being around the corner? Yeah, I mean, yeah, injuries have been, I mean, Matt was out for quite a while. Um, and, you know, he it took him a while to get back in his shape, which is totally normal because when you take a break from the sport and your body's not used to all of the, you know, jumping and things like that, it's hard to, hard to get back and get your body used to that. And so right now I'm feeling great. Uh, I feel like I'm in the best shape of my life. I've dealing with a little bit of that ankle thing, but it's nothing that's going to hold me back from playing hundred percent. And so, you know, I think Matt's looking good. Matt's back to his old self, not worried about him. Um, and Aaron's doing great. You know, he had his, he had his uh, hip problem, but I think he's, he's out there jumping and practicing next to us. And it's good to see, you know, he's made a full recovery and, mm -hmm it's nice to have him, you know, back with the team after missing VNL. Yeah. Well, I happened to catch the match that you came back in your first one back and looked like you hadn't missed a step. You came down on a bick and just hammered it. I, I, I was it Slovenia that you came back against. Uh, I went, I think Italy was my first game. Well, I could tell you the swing that you had and the jump seemed like it was still there. In fact, there seemed like there's a little more heat than normal. So I feel like you've, you've come back in a rhythm, even though you didn't play the entire match. But it uh, looks like I, I imagine Spira is slowly bringing you back in. Yeah, I mean, that was kind of the plan. I actually had like maybe one day of six on six practice and then they put me in a game. And so I hadn't played in six on six for probably two and a half, three months. And then I had one six on six practice and then I had to play, you know, a game. And so it didn't go horrible like statistically it, I looked pretty good but I just wasn't very comfortable wasn't in the shape that I'm used to playing at or playing in and so right now yeah they've been kind of ramping me up and now I'm full go you know mm -hmm. full practice full trying to get beast mode before 
before the Olympics start and right. I feel good. Good, good. Now, for VNL, the USA didn't advance to the knockout round, but um, but what is the team's perception of their development uh, and any of the challenges of VNL and how they're going to grow from it and bring that into the Olympics? Yeah, I think we, I think we gained valuable experience just in like how in all of the because we didn't play very well. We we want we had some nice wins. We lost to all of the I think top teams, but it really. I mean, it, it kind of humbled us and like, hey, we have a lot of work to do. And we clearly had some areas of the game that we needed to work on. And so for us, it was like, hey, this is what we need to do. This is our goal. This is what we need to get better at to be, you know, statistically next to the, the top teams in the world. And so for us, we we learn from, you know, our losses and and we also learn from our wins and all the good things we do because you know, we have a really strong system and we, you know, beat teams in the world with our system. And so, you know, that's what we, what we want to focus on and keep continuing to, to get better at. Yeah. Now, while VNL was happening, a 12 man roster for the Olympics was announced. I mean, what are your thoughts on the selections and uh, what the vision is for coach Spiron, his training, uh, training, I'm sorry, his coaching staff. Yeah. You know, it's, it was a tough decision. I think this, this year there, there was some tough calls. Um, you know, we have so many people who are uh, de- deserving of going um, that weren't able to, to make the, the roster, the 12 man roster, but you know, you just gotta, you know, he picked those guys and those are the guys and you know, those are the guys that we got to grow with. And I know those guys who are the alternates or, are practicing with us every day. I know that's hard, but they're putting in just as much work to be ready just in case, um, you know, they're called on because co- because of COVID and injuries can happen. And so, you know, I just remember that was a really heavy day because I felt for a lot of the guys who, you know, many thought were going to go. And so mm-hmm. I really felt for them. And, you know, I was also really excited for for the guys who did make it because, you know, there's a lot of, you know, blood, sweat, and tears that go into that, uh, yeah. go into this game. And so, you know, it's, it's a little bit of, you know, I'm sad, but it's also a really great moment in your life when you're able to make an Olympic team. Yeah. Well, I mean, I remember back in the VNL days or what used to be world league and you'd have a 14 team roster and it was okay. It seemed like, but now it's cut down to the 12. It just seems there's an injustice of the talent that of the teams that are, or that were the individuals that are on each of the teams. So yeah, it's gotta be tough. It's tough. I mean, we have so many good guys that aren't going that can definitely play at this level. So it's, yeah, it's a little bit hard for sure. Yeah. So one of the things that me as the uh, volley nerd from with a lot of history in, in the game, there's some really unique circumstances that have, have come across just that involved you and your family and uh, just the connections. But, you know, what is it like to have your brother, Brandon, alongside you wearing the USA uniform on the national team during VNL? Yeah, it was fun, you know, hanging out with him every day grinding every day you know in the weight room at practice uh because he was he was kind of filling in for me in practice because I wasn't able to be there and he was he was balling and uh super proud of him uh he was working hard to to make that team and 
you know, it was just cool to hang out with him and like talk about, you know, his process and, and the things that he wants to work on and, and the things that he struggles with and just trying to be there to help him. Um, because it is hard to play at this level. There's a lot of uh, nerves and pressure. And so it's cool to be able to share experiences, especially with the young guys um, and kind of how to deal with it. Because now that I'm a little bit older and then played in a lot of high pressure matches, like there's ways to, to handle it and there's ways to not handle it. And so just trying to share some wisdom with him. Yeah. Well, I, he definitely has one of the top highlights of BNL along with yours. I'll, I'll throw in there, yeah. but he had some really good play when he uh, took court for USA. Yeah, I was super proud of him. It was fun. Now, the other unique circumstances now, it's now this is a threaded connection, but so you have Brendan, then you have TJ DeFalco and Josh Tuniga, who all played for Huntington Beach High School. And I know you played at Norco High School, but I know your family moved to Huntington Beach. But here's this huge connection of guys that have basically been playing together forever, it seems like. Um, now, what are your thoughts on the development of all these Surf City guys uh, and, and your connection to them and their development? Because I'm sure that you've had influence on the, the way they've played, you know, being that you're the elder statesman of the crew. Yeah, you know, it's it's crazy. I mean, but they're, they're such talented, talented guys. I know TJ is one of the – he's a pretty special volleyball player. Everybody knows that. He can do some things that nobody in the world can do. And so it's it's cool – to, to start to get to know him. Um, I feel like through VNL, um, he's a pretty closed off guy. And so we were able to, to get him open and talking a little bit and understand, you know, his, his game and what's going on through his mind, because he does some very interesting things. And all of us are like, how the heck do you do that? But he's a very like analytical player. And, you know, I think he, yeah, it's crazy to see his process and, and, and what, you know, he thinks out there on the court. And then Josh is just amazing. You know, he's got super good hands. He's played at a high level since he was young in that, in that high school team. Um, and he's a really cool, cool guy to hang out and be around. And then, you know, my brother's just my brother. <laughs> You'll always be better than your brother, whether the stats say so or not. <laughs> uh, that's not true. I mean, he's, he's got things that he's better at than me. And so, you know, it's just fun. I, I, don't, I wouldn't say we have too much competition as brothers, but like more just love and support. And, you know, yeah. I wish that's for him. Well, it's unique, even though you are, you are brothers, you definitely have a different playing style and observing that as an outsider is really cool to see. Like that would be one ugly family picnic that you guys showed up as a team. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Maybe in the future we'll, uh, we'll get on the beach together or something. It'll be really fun. <laughs> Well, there's a, I can imagine like right now, as we're talking, the Wapaka um, boat ride tournaments going on and there's some like pretty exciting play going on. I'm thinking, man, if Taylor and Brendan are on the same team, that would be unfair. Yeah. If someone wants to pay us money, we'll go play in that. It sounds like <laughs> a lot of fun. <laughs> well, Hey Taylor, I appreciate you taking the time, especially with a uh, limited time before you leave for a, uh, Tokyo for the uh, 2021 Olympics, but uh, I always appreciate talking to you. You always are such a great uh, personality to have on, and I love the fact you're representing not only uh, USA, but all the little towns, North Carolina, Huntington Beach, BYU, I mean, and uh, just a great person, great family, so I appreciate you taking the time. Thanks for having me, Rob. Have a good one. You too.